Okay. I applied. Okay, go on. Did you actually? Yeah. Oh, no. You should say. Oh, can you get me in now then? <laughs> I mean, no, it's definitely, definitely too late. The nudies have bonded over WhatsApp for like two months. Miss the WhatsApp. Like proper... I mean, what's stopping me just kind of painting my own tits and getting on the catwalk then? Well, to be honest, that is what happened at the Sydney show. Like at the end no. of it, like there were a few girls that just got their tits out, went backstage, just stole the paint. And I was like, I don't remember painting you or listening to your story on it. This week, I am so excited for our guest, Sophie T, who some of you will recognize as Sophie T Art on Instagram. On the 21st of August, I was incredibly privileged to attend Sophie's last ever nude catwalk show at the Waldorf Hotel in London. A hugely diverse group of women stripped naked and were painted by Sophie and her team before dancing down the catwalk to some real strong women tunes. Think Beyonce and Dolly Parton. We never stopped cheering. There were so many standing ovations. The entire evening was unbelievably liberating. It was emotional and empowering. And honestly, one of the best nights of my life. For anyone who couldn't make it down to the show, I would 100% recommend that you go and watch the live stream right now on the Sophie T YouTube channel. Sophie's art journey has evolved so much over the years, from animals to abstracts and now nudes. And in our conversation with Sophie, she revealed to us what her next big project is, so keep listening if you want to hear that scoop, which she will start whilst quarantining in Sydney this month. Sophie has some amazing things planned for her future, and we felt so lucky that she managed to find the time in her very busy schedule to chat with us. So please enjoy this episode with Sophie T. Yeah, of course. So I'm Sophie T. I'm an artist. Um, I paint naked women, which is a fantastic subject matter. I've been painting naked women now for about two years, but I've been an artist for five. I began painting very, very randomly. Um, I studied business at uni. Um, and then I, you know, that right bit of, bit after you finish uni and you like go off and find yourself and you're traveling well I went to India and I remember there was this hostel and it had like loads of graffiti on the wall and I was running out of cash at the time and I remember I was just like why don't I ask if I can paint the wall and return for a free stay super random and I asked the manager he said yes and quite honestly it was the best day of my entire life like I just knew from that point onwards I just needed to lead a creative life it was actually one of those moments and I know that I'm extremely lucky to have had one but I just fucking knew I knew I wanted to paint and that was it for me so then I began my journey um in I actually did that classic thing you know you always say after uni you're never going to go home I did that I had to like email my mum and dad and I was like look I know I had a because I had a grad job lined up as a consultant in the city and I was like mum dad listen I have said no to my grad scheme so I want to be an artist they were like what Sophie what are you doing no your whole life is a plan I'm just like guys I just had this moment they're like are you on drugs I'm like no but probably but no um and then I I started painting and I painted back at home and I recognized very very early on that I needed to use social media um 
because I was, uh, I don't know whether you're familiar, but a typical way that an artist would make money or like make it is if, if they were represented by a gallery. Now galleries take 50% commission. That's like half of your money. And to get represented by a gallery, it's super hard anyway. And you need to go to like X art school, know these people, blah, 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 blah. And I just like very, like I just posted my work on Facebook really. And my friends and family were just reacting to it and wanting to help me and wanting to support and buy the work. And after I was rejected from gallery after gallery after gallery, I was like, you know what, I should do it myself on social media. So that's it really. That's, I kind of like skipped the whole gallery thing and just done it on my own, built the team internally. So the business is very much kind of centered around like taking risks, entrepreneurship, self-love, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit. And um, just believing in yourself, really, because you artists nowadays have the complete power to make it without help from anyone in the like traditional, traditional way that you would not make it. But yeah, it's been a nutshell. <laughs> um, Sorry, wait, I just have to grab my dog <laughs> while you ask the next question. I'll be right back. She's right. running around creating right. a lot of chaos. All right, bye, Chelsea. <laughs> Um, I'd really like to know about kind of your relationship with change because like you've just said changing your kind of like your whole career trajectory when you were so young like I want to know if you felt a lot of fear behind that going into the art world and really putting yourself out there and even just the change of what you've been painting like throughout your artistic like the animals the abstracts the nudes and then like what comes next like how is your relationship with change and fear? Oh, blessings. Firstly, thank you so much for like researching everything and knowing all of that. It's so flattering that you, you know, I'm just my waiting. My I'm just waiting till I can buy one. <laughs> till I have oh, don't. We're actually oh. such big fans, though, honestly. Like, Maybe, Daphne, oh. when we end up living together, we'll have a wall. Yeah, oh, that's when we will I'll make sure you are. Change, change, change. God, I thrive on change, hey. I just love it. I can't do the same thing over and over again. I think it's just been so important to my, my journey. Like uh, you may know that I am, the, the, the nude show that we're having will be my final ever nude show. What I would say is that, I don't know, I don't think I was particularly brave early on uh, deciding to turn down my consulting career for an art career because it hadn't even started like I was still a student like just come out of uni I was poor and like I think that it's a, a, a definitely a more courageous thing for someone to change their life and their career if they are 35 45 55 and they have an established like I don't know brand or like they have a lifestyle that they need to hold like I think that that is more courageous and something to be um, uh, shouted about I don't think what I did was particularly brave because I don't have anything to form do you know what I mean like I just knew what I wanted to do I think it was just not an option for me to not not pay um, I don't know it's one of those things I'd love to know because you obviously took that big risk and you know just talking about the idea of bravery when in your career do you experience fear and how do you push through that 
Well, I experience fear a lot. Like I'm so nervous now that when I start my next subject, which is I'll be concentrating on text-based artwork and I haven't released that at all yet. So you guys first know. But I'm nervous that people just won't buy it, won't like it. Like, and I'm known for doing the nudes now and and we have excess demands for the nudes. So like, it is a stupid business decision for me to cut it short. And like, there's so much... I'm, petrified but like I can't do the same thing over and over again like I've got to remember at the end of the day like I decided to be an artist and with being an artist you need to create new stuff every day and be constantly inspired and it's just not the case if I'm just hammering out the same stuff it does it it scares the shit out of me to be honest because we have a team of like like 12 people now across uh, London and Sydney, not to mention our suppliers, that, some of which that rely on solely for their kind of work. Um, so yeah, if it doesn't sell, I'm, I'm crapping it. But like, that's just life, isn't it? You've just got to constantly take risks and innovate to like push on to the next stage, I think. I was talking to my my cousin today, actually, who I who I live with at the moment, because she also applied to be in the nudie show, and she was very excited that I was going to talk to you. <laughs> um, and she was saying how uh, a friend of her aunt's um, was inspired by kind of like seeing your paintings, your nudies, and kind of started just doing her own at home, and like she'd never painted before, and this was like a new thing for her to do during lockdown, which I thought was like really cool. Yeah. Like I think it's amazing to inspire people to be creative if they've typically not been creative throughout like most of their life especially if they're like in their 40s 50s 60s I think that's really cool but um how do you feel when you see people kind of trying to replicate your style and whether I mean there's definitely a difference between like a professional artist seeing you and trying to replicate what you do and like a kind of regular person who's painting yeah yeah how does that make you feel? Um, I'm not going to lie. At first, it pissed me off so, so, so much. I was so angry about it. Like, I was like, oh, my God, it's so annoying. Like, I worked so hard to, like, create this style. And people didn't like it at first. And I pushed through that and just kept going and just uh, developed this audience. And to be honest, I did it. Um, I did a live class, which at the time, I was like, it's a great idea. It's when UK people were going into lockdown. So I was in Sydney at the time. I was like, I'll do a nice thing, get people, you know, starting painting, do something creative. Because to be honest, like art saves me a lot when I'm in a bad mood and um yeah just wanted to do that and then I kept seeing like people replicating the work and do you know what I want to be completely honest it did make me so upset initially but do you know what it doesn't matter like I've just come to the realization now it doesn't matter like if you if I've been able to give someone a creative outlet or joy in any way isn't that the whole point at all like that's the point of life to like give people like positive energy and also do you know what it's such a contradictory thing for me to say oh I don't copy people whatever I copied artists early days what am I about like everyone does critical studies at school and like focuses like I love Tracy Evans work my mum's got pictures up in our house she's been like Sophie copy Tracy Evans work so I can't obviously not afford a million pound piece and I'm like yeah sure mum it's in the house like who the fuck who am I to say they can't do it? So I've, I've got, done a complete like change. Like I'm totally fine with it now. I encourage it. I love it. And to be honest, um, on the opening weekend that we just had, we just opened a, a Carnaby Street shop, and um, we released tickets. And then the opening weekend, it was 
mainly people just coming up to me and literally showing me like look what I created it's yours and I was like how amazing that they think that they could also share that with me do you know what I mean like good on like I don't know Aww. just positive all around obviously things are shit first and it's shocking because you're like yeah. oh my god it's my business my life's over but then I don't know I'm the type of person that's quite hot-headed at first and I reflect on things I'm like oh, well so it's all good how much is art for you an outlet for your emotions whether that's like being angry and thinking you have to paint or when you want to express something else like maybe love or um when you're uh, sad I would say it goes through different stages. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, um, obviously, the work has become a business for me. Like, it's a commercial business. We've got a shop. We've got staff. We've got. So I'd be lying if I said like every single day was just like this creative bliss. Like, it's not like I have worked with complete clients, um, commissioned work, like you said before. So there's people that don't know a commissioned work would be basically if someone wants a certain piece for example of their body they would send me a picture of them naked which I'll come on to in a bit and then I would paint that for them in whatever colors or whatever size that's what's deemed commissioned work um and for that type of stuff um it is a bit like work um I have to have deadlines that have to be done and it's less of a labor of love um having said that I've recognized that in my process and I'm luckily at a stage in my career that I about eight months ago now I put a stop to all commissioned work because it's just taking up so much time and zapping quite a bit of joy out of again coming around to why I'm doing what I'm doing it's to live a happy life like it's not a happy life and just doing some other people again so my uh, the emotional side of it comes when I'm doing new stuff and it will typically be when I'm on it's on a Sunday and there's no one in the studio it's just me maybe I'm a bit hungover and a bit sad because I've drank too much maybe I'm missing home so I'm living in Sydney and um, it's a very very long way away from home Um, and yeah, it's those times where I really feel like my artwork is, is an emotional emotional thing for me. And my goal, actually, is to um, build up a business that allows me to not be, to have the time to do that. So I'd like it to be not on a Sunday. I'd like to work that into my week. I'd like to have a three-day creative fun week, and then the other two days would be like, right, how am I going to sustain this? I think now is a really great time to touch upon love and the emotion of love and we've already said about self-love and I know I'm very desperate to talk about and I'm sure our listeners really want to hear more about the whole concept of the nudie uh, catwalk shows and how inspiring that has been to so many people to so many women Again, I was talking to my cousin, Olivia, because we both applied to be a nudie, sadly unsuccessful. Um, but we were both saying how even though like we didn't make it into the show, just the whole process of going through that application of kind of sitting down and reflecting on like our own beings, our own bodies, how we felt towards our bodies, which we both said was such an emotional kind of like hour of just sitting there yeah. writing about ourselves and then sending off and even though like it didn't matter 
who read it yeah just like writing it for ourselves was just it felt so brave and um yeah I just want to know about how did that even how did that start like has that affected your self-love as well like seeing women kind of be so inspired by what you're creating has that made you kind of reflect more on how much you love yourself and your body and your whole being um oh my god 100 percent in ways that i did not expect it would be quite honest it, when i started painting nudes well rewind as a kid i hated my boobs hated my boobs used to stop a bra football socks like just like hated them like was like counting down the days so I was going to see if I could get a job, just like, bleh. anyway, then um, I always wanted to like paint me because I knew I always had this relationship with my body, and but I pushed it to the side, like whatever, uni got in the way, and then it comes around to me actually like being in a position in my career where I could actually go ahead and paint them, and I remember that I put on my Instagram story Guys, it's time. I want to paint nudes. If anyone wants to be part of my project, let me know and send me a naked picture. Honestly, overnight, this was like two years ago when I think we had like, like 50,000 followers. We overnight, we had over a thousand nude pictures. Wow. And it was the most amazing experience of my entire life and it wasn't because of the pictures it was because every single picture even though I never asked for it came with a description of why they felt it was so important for them to share that picture so like I had some jokey ones as one that was like oh safe like I I never sent a nude to my boyfriend but here's one for you like just some hilarious ones like I had other ones I remember this one woman sent me um, a Dropbox folder with 150 images in it. Like, she'd already prepared it. Like, legend. Um, and then I remember there was this one woman and she sent me a picture and she had a woman sent to me and she said, my mum passed away oh, from breast cancer two months ago. I would love if my picture could be a part of your campaign somehow. And, oh gosh, there's just such some raw emotions in some of the messages that I was receiving. And it just made me realise, like, this is going to affect so many, so many women. Like, um, I'm just so down for the subject matter. Because before that, I was, like, looking on Google for images of, like, naked women. Obviously, like, pornographic stuff came up. And I was like, no, 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 that's not what I want. Like, I want liberated, happy, like you know celebratory like happy women and um yeah and that's exactly what I got from the picture so then we basically um wanted to um take those um those Instagram pictures and then bring them to real life so I had an idea um to have an art show and have artwork on the wall but the main feature of the art show would be a nude catwalk so um, I asked women to apply and um, it was like very early days of my career. I mean, it's only two years, but so much has changed now. But like, I can't believe how disorganised and crazy the first nudie event was in London. It was like two years ago. We went to the on the shop. We just got on the day. Like I remember, we like went to the shop down the road, the rug shop, and bought like a pink 
carpet and like rolled it out and that was the cat ball and the lights were all like on and we were just like getting people naked it was like crazy and now like the full process like um we get to know the women they get i mean they get properly properly loved and looked after and it's just such a beautiful experience and yeah, oh, I just can't wait. You can probably tell them my voice because it's so excited. And it's going to be our final level one, which I'm gutted about. It brings it all back to change, doesn't it? Like, good things must come to an end and fuck, it's been a good era. I'm yeah. so glad that you, you like, just the fact that, like, just like you said, it's not to do something that's like the naked, like, body, the naked female body, and for it not to be pornographic or seen through the male gaze. It's literally it's all it's all women everyone that I see commenting and all my friends that follow you and love your art it's all women being like oh like this is so happy like to be covered in pain and like strutting around with other women and it's not kind of you're not it's not performative in the sense that you like want to be seen as really sexy or like alluring it's like pure joy yeah it really is oh I'm so excited as well for the 21st (laughs) (laughs) you can tell Do you know what's cool as well, actually? You say women, um, and it is mostly women that follow us and stuff, but um, in my Sydney show, uh, the the, the spectators that I felt had the biggest shocking effect on me, to be honest, were the guys in the room. They were, like, honestly, just proud. Like, Mm. going up to the girls after the show, the nudies after the show, being like, you are amazing. Just, like, not knowing any of them. Like, obviously, like a few few like girls who like brought their partners along and they were having the experience as well I don't know the whole thing you probably have to know what the hell I'm going on about but look at my Instagram and look at one of the uh, one of our like live um what do you call them live Instagram TV things yeah yeah and there's a nude catwalk in our Sydney show my mum says she cried the whole way through when she was watched it like yeah have a look I love how um like how much joy you get from your work and like from clearly creating these shows and creating this environment and you've kind of created a space for women on your page and on your social media how important is that to you to find work I know you said earlier that part of it is just your job sorry my dog's making noise again part of it is your job and you do have to deal with the fact that like some of it is just work but how important is it to you that you found something that does bring you joy in this brand and in what you've created? I just honestly don't see the point in living my life if I'm just, if it's a chore. Like, I don't know, I don't know how I can put it in a good way. I just, I just, I remember like we were having a, because I've just come back to London for the first time in like a year and a half because I was in Sydney. My team, me and my team were just having a big chat and we were just like understanding what the goals of the brand was and like what the goal of the shop was and to put it very simply all we want is for when people interact with our work whether it's walking into the store whether it's coming to a show whether it's seeing a picture online we just want to leave them feeling a tiny bit better than they did before like I don't know I just think that's the best goal any brand could have just to make the world and just make it would just one person feel that much bit better yeah anyone tiny bit one of the questions we always ask our guests which is about joy and about happiness and about just doing things in life that actually make you happy so what are some small things that you've found in your day-to-day life that make you happy we call them bubbles of happiness it can literally be anything like 
you know, coffee, Netflix, your oh, okay. Um, okay, so definitely my morning coffee. I've become an absolute coffee snob from living in Australia and being back in London, I'm just a bitch. I'm like, <laughs> is your is this filtered? <laughs> so my coffee in Australia is like definitely it brings me a lot of joy. Um, uh, 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 I really like, I don't know, I just like telling people, letting people know that they've done a nice job. Because a lot of girls work so hard. I just like recognising that, which is nice. Um, I mean, if I'm going to be a bit bougie, I've got a hot tub in my house and like every single night I get in a hot tub went to unwind and get paint off me, to be honest, which is, Pretty nice. My partner hates me for it because it's just like blue paint floating in the hot tub. Yes, oh. like sleep out every night. But yeah, that's what I mean. And I just want to, yeah. uh, I, I wanted to ask this, but also I wanted to commend you because obviously, very recently, as um, your followers and our listeners will see on your Instagram about the Howard incident um, with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know that. Strange man. Um, for, for anyone that doesn't Strangest of men. Oh my goodness. For anyone who doesn't know, man came into the shop, said he wanted to buy one of your paintings off the wall, which is valued at, I don't know, what was it, 15, 20,000 pounds? Yeah, 15,000 pounds. And he just disappeared. Yeah. I was sucking that guy's dick for like 15 <laughs> hours. I was like, he was like, I made the first million at 18. I was like, oh my God, amazing. Like, I don't care, but like, amazing. Please buy the artwork. I'm, you know, I'm set up in big on the artwork. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I live in a five-story house in Chelsea. And I was like, oh, amazing. Like, please buy the artwork. Blah, blah. And I was like, oh, so would you be paying in full or installments? That's another thing we do. We offer our artwork in installments to make it like um, a lot more affordable for people. He was like, looked him in the eye, and he was like, in full. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah, sorry. He was like, I have one condition. I need it in a, I need it leaving this gallery in half an hour. And I was like, why? He was like, I've got a house party, and I want it on the wall at the house party. Like, I bend over backwards for my clients, so it don't matter who you are. Like, if you're spending, like, one pound or 15,000 pounds, I bend it back to you. He wants it tonight? I'll get it done tonight. Call up my all my Instagram. Has anyone got a courier? This painting needs to be in this gallery. Made the biggest song and dance on Instagram ever. Everyone's cheering me. I'm like, well done for making such a big sale. So it's amazing. I'm like, ah, it is amazing. I love my life. This guy's gonna buy this piece. He leaves the shop to go and get his card from the car. I'm such a moron. I'm such an it. Never returns. Just doesn't return. I'm like. How have I not picked up on all of these red flags? He's just like, told me how rich he is. No one tells me how rich they are. I don't care. No one cares. Oh, my God. Anyway, so then um, I was just like, just to be honest, pretty humiliated by the whole thing. I just like realised I needed to like turn that negative into a positive. So what I did is just put a bit of to it. And I was like, guys, fuck it. This is going for charity. If anyone wants to like donate any amount from one pound to whatever, um, that will be a uh, that will be like a, a like a ticket. An entry, it? an entry, an entry. There you go. <laughs> an entry into buy it into uh, winning the piece. And um, 
I remember it was like 10 o'clock at night by this point because I was just like I was following along I was refreshing my Instagram oh, yeah. what's happening next what's happening next oh my god and then I was like because obviously as you know from me getting on this study call I'm so shit tech so I was like trying to set up this charity site and I was like god if I mess anything on the back end up with this like I'm like let's not the call up Hannah like my right hand and lifted on my hand up I'm so sorry I know it's on the call at night and I know you've worked 24 7 for the past three weeks now but London but I need you to set up a charity page and explain to her she was like I'm on it so we set it up and um yeah 45,000 pounds we managed to raise for mine's charity thank wow. you Howard <laughs> oh my god that's honestly I think it's just amazing how you turn that situation into like such a, a incredible thing for mind the charity and that was what I was going to yeah. ask is like as, as you've said you've like sometimes first reaction can be very hot-headed and I completely get I completely can get that I'm very much the same but um I don't think I could turn that situation around on its head and turn it into such a positive that quickly I mean it's very flashing that you say that but I was humiliated and I needed a way out. I was like, I've got to do something because everyone's like, congratulations. And then everyone's going to be around the gallery being like, I thought that was the one on the Instagram that you were showing up and sold last week. So I had to. But he asked me to tag him in the Instagram. So I was like, well, surely this guy's for real if he's asked me to tag him in the story. Like, he's not going to bolt off because, you know, I've got his number, I've got his Instagram, I've got his address. Turns out his address is a fake address. It's just some random, like, consulate or something in Chelsea. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was a bit of a savage leaving how his Instagram up, but whatever. What are you going to do? Whatever. <laughs> um, so as you've said, um, the next project is going to be text-based artwork. I would just like to know a bit more about what your hopes and maybe some of your ambitions for the next year are. What else are you wanting to achieve? What are you manifesting? Oh, what am I manifesting? Um, in, in regards to the... Te- oh, hang on. Okay. What am I manifesting? I would like to shit what would I want oh, I can't even think past the first week hang on what do I actually want <sighs> okay I want a tv show about me that sounds really vain but I do because I think it'd be funny and I want that to be in London and we're already in talks and I hope that this is gonna if they see it that they're just going to get their arse in gear, please, Um, firstly. And secondly, uh, I just want to build like a bigger team because so many people are so clever and so talented and I just just want them working for the safety art brand, to be honest. Um, Sorry, these are pretty boring answers, aren't they? Wait, what, what do I actually want? I want a golden retriever. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes yes uh, 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 that's it I'll stop there I'm super emotional right now when I have like a product drop like I haven't mastered the art yet of um keeping my cool and not being like the when we're because normally we have product drops once a month and um we set like quite high targets and I'm like want to sell out every single time and 
when they don't, I just get really disheartened. And then I'm like, go through this entire process of just like mourning. And then I'm like, it's over. And it's bullshit. And then like, eventually a week later, I get out of it. I'd quite like, let's give myself a realistic target. I'd quite like that process of getting back to like being, being okay again to be reduced to two days rather than seven days. There you go. That'd be nice. Well, thank you so much for um, speaking to us. It's been such a pleasure for both of us. We're such big fans and we really appreciate it. We know you're super busy. So it means a lot to us that you took the time and we're so excited about the show, which is exciting. No worries. Can't wait to meet you both properly. Oh my gosh, I know. What are you going to wear? What are you wearing? (laughs) I have no idea yet. Yeah, I want to be like, like the, the thing is extra the dress code's extra I know. so like yeah and I'm like yeah amazing legend thank you so much all right well we'll see you soon see you bye bye thanks for listening to getting personal if you're enjoying our emotional conversations then please give us a like subscribe and don't forget to leave a review It gives us a boost in the charts, which helps other listeners to find us. And most importantly, it's one of our happy little bubbles when we read what you've written. So leave us some stars.